Welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cross of The Happy Hour Canton, and I'm here to help you show up as your best self while you're finding clients, working with the clients, and getting those testimonials to build your better business. We'll be talking about everything you need to know when it comes to freelancing, whether you're a beginner or someone who has a few years under their belt. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. So today we're going to be talking about how to approach professional development as a freelancer, because I think that this is something everyone needs to do. So a few episodes ago, we talked about how to approach a new topic if a client wants you to work on something you haven't worked on before. And so I wanted to kind of loop back into that and talk about professional development, because I think it's so important to learn new things as a freelancer and to never get stale or stagnant, because there's going to be people who know the latest technology, know what they need to know to get the clients that you want to get so what you need to do is you need to make sure your skills are sharp and that you have all the knowledge that you need to be able to succeed as a freelancer so the thing about professional development though is it's often kind of expensive freelancers are doing it on their own and so it can be really challenging to get that development professionally on your own money so I want to share some tips and tricks and ideas for getting that professional development for your from clients and all other kind of places because there are so many ways to get that professional development even if you don't want to spend a lot of money so yeah let's get into it so I'd say the first thing I've learned about professional development as a freelancer is that clients are really willing to spend some time and energy on you if you're targeting the right clients so professional development comes in all shapes and forms and I think a lot for me is learning new platforms so as a writer different companies use different platforms so WordPress and Squarespace are things that I already kind of had my knowledge about because of how I run my own websites so one is run on Squarespace and the other one is run on WordPress so I know those platforms pretty well and so if a client were to use those platforms I'd be able to help them out but some of my clients use other platforms like one used HubSpot and so I had to learn how to use HubSpot and HubSpot is a pretty popular platform in the HR tech industry or in any like business industry where it's like SaaS based so software as a service based and so learning about HubSpot through that client was really helpful because I was able to play around with it and see how it works and so if I ever get a client who uses that again I can be like hey I already know how to use your platform you don't even have to know you don't even have to teach me like it's something really cool and so then I have this other client who uses forestry which oh my goodness yes forestry is a lot but but it was really cool to learn how to use it and to be able to use it now because now when a client says oh my site's built on forestry chances are I won't have to like have a lot of trouble with it like they'll probably have to teach me a little bit because forestry is more like builded it's more built out than other ones that I've seen but like I won't need as much work to learn how to use someone else's forestry site and so in the coming weeks well actually by the time you listen to this I would already have done this but I have a new client 
student who is using this really cool AI tool to figure out what to post on their website. So they're actually, you know, doing a training with the company for all of their writers to learn how to use the software. And it's just like an hour training, but it's going to be so cool to see it because this is a tool that I've never really seen used in this way or like seen used at all. So it's an interesting thing. And so if any of my other clients say, hey, I want to use this tool too, I can be like, hey, I already know how to use it because I got this training directly from that company about how to use it. And that's something that not a lot of people can say, except for at that point me. So it's really cool to think about, you know, how you can get professional development from the clients themselves. Because honestly, if they're wanting to put some more effort into their, into their work, into their art, into their writing, or into whatever it is that you do, they'll likely give you some amount of training. And you can take that training and become a better person with it. So I really, really enjoy things like that. So that's one thing. So training is a possibility. Some clients will pay for that. Some clients will even take you and put you at a conference or something. So depending on the relationship you build. So the closer the bond you build with people, the more likely these kinds of professional development things are going to happen. So if you're just like a one-off freelancer, chances are you're not going to get that extensive training, but you might get like an hour of good training or two hours of good training if you want like the more conference style things or the more expansive type professional development opportunities you'll probably have to build a deeper relationship with a client in order to make them feel comfortable doing that for you so if those kind of things just aren't possible like think about all the small things you can do so I really like the fact that I'm a part of the HR tech niche because I know that all of the things I need to really know are HR tech related or content related. So I need to obviously know how to create good content and then need to know how to create great content that HR professionals are interested in. So those are kind of my two things. So I'm always learning about HR and I'm always learning about how to create better content. So I read a lot of blog posts. Blogs are really important. So reading other HR blogs, reading blogs about blogging is really important. And also reading books. So as you guys know, I'm not HR trained. Like I don't have any HR training from like a college or graduate school or anything like that. So a lot of the HR knowledge I have is from literally Googling, reading books, listening to podcasts, and all that good stuff. So professional development doesn't have to be this like, oh, I have to take a course in something. Professional development can be as simple as, you know, listening to podcasts in your industry, reading books in your industry, and just getting that knowledge in that way. So another way that I love to get knowledge is through lead magnets. So a lot of companies want you to sign up for their email address for their email list and they'll give you something in return so usually these are pdfs or you know slides or something related to the hr industry so there are a lot of hr companies who share uh different lead magnets with their audience and so i just sign up for them and also webinars and your industry so depending on your industry they might do a lot of webinars so i know with hr tech uh, there are a lot of really big hr tech hr tech or 
HR companies who do those webinars for HR professionals. And so you don't really have to be an HR professional to join. You can be, and it's obviously geared toward HR professionals, but that doesn't mean that you have to be one. So sometimes I'll sign up for those webinars and I'll hop on them and just learn a little bit. And that's just a way for me to really learn about the HR side of things. And I can do that same thing to learn about marketing and to learn about writing. There are so many webinars out there, podcasts out there, books out there about all of these topics. And so it just is a matter of learning. So yes, all of this professional development is sometimes going to not be charged. You're not going to bill this to a client. This is something that you're going to be doing on your own. This is not billable usually, unless it's like research and you put that kind of into your writing rate or your whatever rate that you're doing. So you might not be able to necessarily build these hours. So if you're artist learning about new art techniques, if you're a graphic designer learning how to use Photoshop better, like all of this is not going to be billable at the time. But if you're a graphic designer and you know about InDesign and you know about Photoshop and you're really great at it and you're improving your skills, eventually you'll be able to tell the clients, hey, I've learned a lot about Photoshop. I learned a lot about Lightroom. I learned a lot about all these things. I'm a really great expert at it. So you're not paying me for the hours it takes me to do this project you're paying me for all the time I've spent and how amazing I am at my skills like you're not paying me for the amount of time it takes me so when you get out of that hourly mindset then you're able to actually charge people a really high premium for the amazing work that you do so yes professional development at the time is not going to be billable you're going to be reading a lot of books for free um you're going to be reading a lot of you know lead magnets and you're going to be listening to a lot of podcasts and it's going to be free no one's going to pay you for that but the more you learn the more confident you feel the more excited you feel about the work you're doing and then you're able to charge higher rates because you're amazing and you've grown your skills so they're paying you for your amazing skills and so if your skills get more amazing then they're going to be able you're going to be able to charge them higher rates for those skills so all this professional development might not be billable at the time unless you're working with them and they are saying hey we'll bill you you can bill us for these hours but even if it's not billable it doesn't mean it's not helpful for your future career so don't think of it as like oh I'm wasting time here think of it as I'm you know expanding my business here these few hours that I spend learning now are going to be able to increase my rate by x amount and so the more I do this the more I can charge a premium rate and that's amazing for my business so professional development is so important as a freelancer I don't want you to ever get into this kind of rut of thinking you know everything there is to know because there's always something you can know better and there are always new tools and techniques coming out and if you don't learn to like roll with those punches and you don't learn to you know grow your business you're going to be left behind because there are going to be freelancers coming up after you who know those tools who know those techniques and why would they hire you when there's a new freelancer who's taken professional development seriously and is ready and excited on already they value themselves they've done the research and they know what they're talking about so you want to make sure that your skills are on par with everyone else's skills then some and then be able to charge that rate accordingly so yeah that's all I have to say about professional development I think it's so important and I hope that you guys also think it's important because it is yeah I'll talk to you guys very soon bye
Thank you so much for listening to the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. I'm so excited that we got to hang out today. If you want to hang out between uploads, check out thehappyrcanton.com slash ambitiousfreelancers. There you will find more support and advice as you grow your freelance business and connect with other listeners of the podcast. I cannot wait to see you in the group and I will talk to you in a few days with some more great advice.